And that documenting some amount of incremental improvement and moving the ball down the field can have a massive impact, not just on a teenage daughter that is stuck in social comparison, but I think for all of us as we live our lives and we compare ourselves to different people personally, professionally, athletically, and otherwise. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers. I had a keynote down in Cedar Rapids, Iowa last week. And I was doing the closing keynote for a group of project managers. And we talked a lot about peak performance routines and mindset and belief systems and everything else. And I shared the story of my brother and the story that centered around my own self-limiting beliefs and how I really looked at how I wasn't smart. I thought I was never going to be as smart as my brother, didn't try very hard in school, and was just an average academic student uh, all the way through until my junior year, basically, of college. And there was a gentleman that walked up to me afterwards. And because it was the closing keynote and everyone was leaving afterwards, we actually ended up talking for quite a while after that. And I guess he really related to my story because he has a son and a daughter. Son's the oldest and then daughter is a couple of years um, after him. And I guess the son is extremely accomplished academically, a lot like my brother. And the daughter is playing the game right now of comparison to her brother and saying, you know what, no matter what I do, I'm never going to be as smart as him. And I'm never going to be able to catch him in regards to these academic achievements and everything else. And he asked me the question that I don't know if anyone's ever asked me before, but he said, you know, if you could go back and do it all over again, you know, I always say it's not like I think my parents did anything wrong, but if I could go back and do it all over again to potentially flip that script and that self-limiting beliefs um, a little bit earlier on instead of waiting until after my junior year of college, what would I have done? And it was an interesting question, one that I had to think a little bit about. But the first thing that I said to him is, you know, I have no problem with comparison. And I know there's a lot of comparison that goes on in our society. And I'm not I'm not naive to the fact that there is even more comparison that goes on when 
people are teenagers and you know your your brain isn't fully formed and you haven't reached adulthood so i think by the time i got to that point of being in my junior year of college i was just better equipped to not make that comparison necessarily the same way that i made it before but again i don't have no problem with comparison and and us comparing ourselves to other people but the thing that i will always say is if you are comparing yourself to anyone else in any area of your life is that helping you or is it hurting you because it doesn't matter if you're someone that maybe you're in junior high and you're comparing yourself to a brother that's in high school is that helping you or hurting you if it's you or me comparing ourselves to an athlete or comparing ourselves to someone in a higher up position professionally or just anyone else out there? Is that helping you or hurting you? And if it's driving you to want to be better and to want to raise your game and to want to be a better version of yourself, then that is absolutely fine. But for me, and it sounds like for the case of this gentleman's daughter, it was com compelling them to completely shut down. In regards to that comparison, where you're looking at it and you're kind of throwing your arms up in the air and saying, well, it doesn't really matter. Nothing I do is going to help close this gap. I'm never going to get to this finish line. So that comparison in actuality is just holding you back and is hurting you. So you have to understand in any area at any time, if you're comparing yourself to someone else, what effect is that having on your overall attitude and your mentality and your feelings and your actions, which in turn will become the results that you get and ultimately the life that you live. So that's kind of the first part. And then the second part and, and the advice that I really gave him is, okay, if she's looking at it right now and if she feels like she's never going to be able to close the gap, one of the things I also talked about in my closing keynote was the HBR study that talks about the progress principle, right? And how assuming that we feel we are doing meaningful work and we are doing meaningful, impactful things with our life, then one of the best ways that we can stay motivated in anything we're doing is to feel like we're moving the ball down the field and to feel like we're making progress. Where we're a little bit better today than we were yesterday and we'll be a little bit better tomorrow than we are today. And for this gentleman's daughter, okay, if she's looking at it and she's saying, I'm never going to close this gap with my older brother. Well, can you somehow document the progress and Help her to form the link of, you know what, if I applied myself and just studied a little bit more and maybe ask some questions to the teacher and in class a little bit more, like if I could link a little bit of my behaviors to some incremental amount of progress I make in this given area and then start stacking that up over time. How much more motivated is she going to be if she can just continue to do that and to get away from the I'm here and I'm never going to get there. And instead of that, just think about, well, can I go from here to there? And then once I'm here, can I go to there and put that into more bite sized chunks and to focus and to reinforce the, hey, you used to actually be back here. And you're here right now. And if you continue to do that, you are going to be there. It almost sounds so painfully simple and so common sense, but it's not common practice. 
And that documenting some amount of incremental improvement and moving the ball down the field can have a massive impact, not just on a teenage daughter that is stuck in social comparison, but I think for all of us as we live our lives and we compare ourselves to different people personally, professionally, athletically, and otherwise. So again, to kind of recap this, Sorry, you get a little bit heated when I talk about comparison, but the comparison part, anytime we're doing it, is it helping you or is it hurting you? If it's helping you, great. If it's motivating you, great. If it's not, shift away from that and focus more to the progress principle and think about better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. If you can do these two very simple things, I promise you are going to be more motivated, more empowered for anything that you are trying to outperform in, in life, personally, professionally, athletically, and otherwise. So as always, wishing you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day. Hello, Outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.